You're Amos. That's true. You're Blake. Yeah. I'm Blake. All right, now you're trying to throw advanced moves at me, and I'm just getting the hang of the basics. That guy's Amos. Let's review everything. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wait, that's McDonald's. That's yeah. the McDonald's theme song. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Review Everything. We've almost reviewed them. We, we're down to, what, four? There's like eight things that there's we have left. There's eight things left. There's, there's, obviously, there's fish, soda pop. No, oh, no, I meant things we haven't cousins. covered yet. No, those are the only things. There's like I theater was, snacks, which I was, we're doing today. Yeah, I was kidding. And then that's it. As right? if we have, oh, those are all the things that exist. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, because everything is either a cousin, <laughs> soda pop. If you get right down to it. Theater snacks or fish. Okay, I'm going to tell you some things. You're going to tell me which of those they are. Got it. Saturn. That's. I think it's more fish than Donald cousin. Trump. Ooh, he's equal equal soda pop theater snack. Pepperoni pizza. That's probably more theater snack. Theater snack. Then that's what brings us to introducing our guest today. Wow, Drew Robertson, really funny comedian, great artist. Uh, how you doing, Drew? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Really pumped to have you here. Um, what is our thirty degrees of knowing Amos? Because we both kind of know Amos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a second. How, like do you, we, how do you kind of know Amos? Well, I mean, I figure having, in the biblical sense, we're just not there yet. That's, that's <laughs> he did true. say yet. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't had sex. So. so, because I worked with Amos um, at the Record Exchange. That's more information than I'm comfortable with uh, the public knowing about. I worked with Amos at the beep, 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 beep. <laughs> at the Morse code. <laughs> and I worked with you at the Apple store. Yes, at the, at the Apple store. So what person do you think that Amos knows that knows both of us, but we don't know them? How does uh, this work? Well, I do know How does this degree of Kevin Bacon thing work? I have no idea. I do know that he knows you, and I know you. But I also know Amos from Cup of Joe. Oh, yeah. Did you work at Cup of Joe? Yes, briefly. So, Amos, in college, were you just like, I'm going to work at every cool stereotype place? Is that what you did? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to work well, at Well, I never worked at a crutch field. Oh. Or, I know, this is a terrible joke. <laughs> so stereotype places. I almost wonder if you had, like, a bingo card. And it was like, you know, it was a hip bingo. Card. Yeah, it was like a hip, yeah, hip bingo card. And it was like record store or like coffee Cause, shop. Because like I'm about as hip as it gets. So. English major. I mean, those trifectas, dude, you're you are <laughs> cool. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I was philosophy. So it's like one tier under cool. That's why you have all those fantastic graphic tees. Yep. That all have dead white people on them. Were you ever like a bar back at like a hip bar? Ooh. Yeah. You were? Shut the fuck up. I worked at Fox. It wasn't the jackpot, was it? From back in the day. No, it wasn't a jackpot. I I was a DJ at the jackpot. Yeah. God, you guys are so much cooler than I am. (laughs) (sighs) Well, that's why I'm uh, outsourcing cool. That's that's the name of this podcast. Outsourcing Outsourcing cool. Outsourcing cool. So before we talk about theater snacks, which is what we'll be reviewing today. You know, I was really excited to come in and do this podcast and not have to consume a massive amount of sugar. Here we are. Well, I was going to review salt. And oh, man. Was, but, you know. It's we're, just a pile of salt. <laughs> it's just like. Nothing weird. It, we're just cutting up those, like stale Slim Jims and just snorting them. This is pink Himalayan sea salt. <laughs> uh, we'll try it with uh, three seconds on the tongue. <laughs> oh, man. 
why is it pink? Himalayan sea salt? Yeah. I, I, that's a great question that I've always wanted to know the answer to. Well, I want to know how you get sea salt in the Himalayas. I think that it was once under water. I mean, Probably. if... if if the Himalayas were underwater, everything was underwater. Drew, before we go, sure. Before we talk about anything else, what shows are you hosting in the Raleigh Durham area? Oh man, I produce a lot of comedy shows. Um, I'm starting to switch some things up a little bit, but right now you can find uh, we have a monthly show at Ruby Deluxe, um, which is a great comedy show uh, called No Poetry Comedy Deluxe. I have an open mic at Neptune's downtown, which is the Neptune's Comedy Open Mic. Uh, believe it or not, is what that's called. And then we also have some one-off shows, and we have some stuff coming up at the soon-to-be-opened Alamo Draft House. But I also can be seen performing at Good Nights, usually once a week, and other places all over the Triangle in North Carolina. So uh, I'm going to plug myself a little bit more. You yeah, can, yeah. You, where can we find um, I'm information re- on you? I'm really active on Instagram, at uh, Drew Berto, um, or just look up Drew Robertson, and uh Twitter, uh, Drew Robertson, Facebook, Drew Robertson. I'm all over the place. I'm going to put you on the spot. Other than yourself, what one local comedian should we be checking out? Um, I have, a, well, I know you say just one, but I'm going to give you three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because if I don't, then one of them will feel left out. Got it. I uh, know. I, uh, I love my buddy uh, Alex Hofford, really funny fellow. Uh, you guys should have him on sometime. My uh Really good friend Shane Smith, who's one of the co-producers of The Dangling Loafer, which is a great show that happens every month. And uh, my comedy partner in crime right now, Sam Mazzani. So uh, all three of those guys are really funny. That's great. Your listeners should all do themselves a favor and check them out. The local Raleigh-Durham area, the RDU, I believe it's called. uh, The Redu. The Redu? Is that what the kids are calling it? All of it. Uh, Great music, great comedy, fantastic art. It's it's been wonderful to kind of watch this area grow in the past fifteen years. I mean, like night it's and amazing, day. it's crazy, and that's me just being warm with Raleigh. <laughs> your other, your third podcast, yeah, getting warm with Raleigh. <laughs> I like that. I don't have anything to plug. I don't know what you're looking at me for, Amos. <laughs> give, give me your seven minutes. Let's hear it. <laughs> <My> seven minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Let's do an icebreaker. All right. All right, guys, I got two to three questions, depending on how well you answer the first two, that I want to throw your way. Do you want to go serious or gross? Which one you want first, Amos? Serious. What's the best icy slurpy flavor, and what's the worst? And don't give me the mixing. I'm not saying you can mix them. Based on what I said about all this candy... What do you think I'm going to say? That you've never had. I've never icy. had an ice. Fuck slurpee. you! <laughs> I'm not even sure what an an ice a slurpee, slurpee, an yeah. icy so a, at the gas station, at the it. fucking theater. What do you mean at the gas station? Just, oh, oh. You want to know how I know he's never had one? He just said ice slurpee. <laughs> ice slurpee. <laughs> like there's a warm slurpee you could order. <laughs> Is that one of those chilled juice devices? <laughs> I like to go for a malted. Um, I'll have a hot slurpee, please. No, sir. <laughs> no, you cannot. So you've never had an ice. If I go to the movies, it's only popcorn. That's the only thing I'm ever oh eating at the movies. God, you're the most boring man alive. Well, popcorn's delicious. Well, not always delicious, but uh, 
I mean, I've never had a sour bright crawler or whatever it's. Look, no. we're gonna get into the ignore the candy on the trolley? table, sir. Okay. We're gonna get okay. into this. I'm what the fuck is a trolley? You're go, you're gonna get trolleyed later. <laughs> oh yeah, me. I feel once, like it. Once People everyone be like, this guy's never had an icy before, a <laughs> Slurpee or an iced Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this nonsense. Okay, <laughs> let's do a podcast where it's things I haven't done. We could go a long, long way. Oh man, that's sad. Okay. Um, well, but it's if you were to imagine a flavor that would be very bad iced, we'll go with that. What do you think would be the worst? And don't give me poop or something dumb. No, like I wouldn't be like good in any condition. Actual flavor that you might enjoy now, but can imagine that chilled, it would not be good. Uh, chicken tikka masala. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, that would be an awful icy. Yeah. Do we know what differentiates icy to Slurpee? I know, obviously, Amos doesn't. <laughs> I think it's just a brand name thing. Is it just like, like Coke, Coke to versus Pepsi? Pepsi? Yeah. Okay. I think I prefer Icy. Which one has the sad looking dog? <laughs> it must be Slurpee because Icy has the like um, the polar bear. That's right? right, the polar bear. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the so yeah, the other one has that like just like really depressed looking dog with like a knit hat on. Oh, yeah. he'd be, he, he just has only been fed iced <laughs> right. colored berries. So a Slurpee and an Icy, it's just ice with food, like, I wouldn't say it's flavoring. food. I mean, well, it, I it's bet. edible, but I wouldn't with say it's food. some sort of artificial flavoring injected into it, There's right? definitely no food in there. It's okay. not, it's not, it's, there's no, like, chunks of food in there. <laughs> there's no sustenance in this Icy, sir. Wait, so they don't have canned tuna in them? <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. Yeah, not, not that I've experienced. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite color slash flavor? Of, of an Icy? Yeah. Um, well, my favorite, you said no mixing, but I would say that my favorite color is purple when you mix the red and the blue together. You have to mix them. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that I don't believe you ever go and say, just give me Coke. It's always Coke and cherry. You always right. say mix the two. Exactly. Yeah. There's, you know, I feel like, uh, the same way a beginning painter does straight out of the tube colors. Mm-hmm. That's what like a, an amateur icy artist would do. Yeah. But once Amos, you get, Amos, Amos would order one. That's flavor. how he should start. Right. Cause he's a mark. <laughs> <laughs> He would order a red icy and he'd be like, but where's where's the chunks? <laughs> oh, where's There's the beef? Obviously yeah. no uh, chorizo in this. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Listen, I used to work at a very hip bar. I know about chorizo. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> chorizo ices. Are you insinuating that Fox has a cocktail with chorizo in it? <laughs> it's exactly what I'm insinuating. <laughs> oh man. I'm smiling so hard from the fact that you've never had an icy. I don't think I have. It is kind of uncanny that you, yeah. We could, I mean, we could go all day with that sort of thing. I'm going to just find out. I'm going to become your best friend, and this is how I'm going to do it. Over the time that we record these podcasts together, I'm going to keep a notebook filled with things that you haven't experienced. And then on your birthday, I'm going to come with like bearing an icy. Um, a skateboard. I've done. I've skateboard. A pogo stick. I've also done that. A life-sized hamster ball. Yeah. Well, you know, oddly enough, <laughs> it's all right. Wait a minute. It's got to be regular ass shit. I'm okay. so sorry. I'm going the wrong way. It's going to be uh, icy. Never done it. Toothpaste. Well, I've <laughs> um, I brushed my teeth once or twice in college. Uh, a Latin dictionary. Briefs. Briefs. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Speaking of which, we're supposed to do underwear at some point. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to happen. Um, I always forget what's what. Suntan lotion. 
These are the oh, things I, ha- I need that. All right. That's well, absolutely essential. I'm not good enough friends with you to know what it is yet, but there's going to be a fucking notebook filled with things that you haven't done. I'm going to bring to you and you're going to cry like a baby. We're going to hug. Cause Slurpees are that good. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I wouldn't say they're going to make you cry, but I mean, they're as a, an adult who hasn't had one, you're going to, your mind is just going to bl- be blown because of the frozen brain. Freeze oh, brain freeze is going to happen. And then you will die. Oh, well, never mind then. Fun let's, fact let's about myself, can't get uh, brain freeze. Oh, it's a Canadian thing. That's it a, might be a Canadian thing. I mean, it, all signs point to yes. Uh, second question. Would you rather wear underwear made out of candy all day or eat candy made out of recycled underwear that has been made? Only one. Only have to eat one. That's pretty confusing. Um, I would wear... Candy underwear for a day. Do I get to choose what can- kind of candy it's made from? No, we do. Oh well, if it's like a Hershey bar turned into underwear, that's no good for anybody. I think it would probably be. I would just wrap you in um, fruit by the foot. I'm I think- not. I am not comfortable with this scenario anymore. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, does anyone? If I wear the candy all day long, does anyone end up eating it, or am I just wearing? It all day <laughs> I mean, long? unless. Unless you serve it up on a platter, buddy, you okay. can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, because it I, will be recycled though at one point and turned into candy again. So, like, what happens if like I wear this like Skittles thong all day long, uh, and the, I answered that I would wear it all day long, and Amos answered that he would rather eat recycled ones? Oh, Is there yes. a chance that they would be? Oh yeah, yeah. A I one mean, to one transfer. One of the, the the beans could cross. Okay. It is true. <clears throat> I appreciate the concern. <laughs> <laughs> But you're still going to wear the candy underwear. I'm going to wear the candy underwear. Um, I think I would just eat. I mean, if it's being recycled, it could go probably been bleached. It's, you know, I eat shit anyways. Like, candy is just crap. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. I think I am just understanding the premise of this. So if you chose to eat the underwear that is recycled, it's the candy underwear that's being recycled. I mean, it's I- not, it's not. We're getting very cloth underwear that was somehow turned into something edible. I think originally that was the yeah. the premise that it was like <laughs> candy made from what used to be normal underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. We're getting very pedantic here. <laughs> Pedantry is what it's all about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's ped- pedantic everything. <laughs> Pedantry and pageantry. That's what we're all about here. <laughs> I think we're warmed up. Do you guys want to talk about theater snacks? Oh yeah. Let's do it. It's a whole new world. I can't wait. So here's the thing about theater snacks. Unlike some other things that we have already reviewed, there's not really a definition of what theater snacks are because it's kind of up to us, right? You know, is the steak a theater snack if I get it at a theater? No. No. So let's go through some of those rules and kind of set them before we jump into this. Uh, what makes something theater snack appropriate? Well, I would say theater snacks usually have like a specific kind of packaging, right? Like, so you might find the same candy elsewhere, but it's not going to be in the same box as it is in the theater. Sure. Right? But what about nachos that you dip in that fake nacho sauce? I mean, is that, that is something that is at a lot of theaters. People True. order it. Have you ever bought them? I have not, but I've seen people eat them. Yeah, I've had, I've had them before. Ooh, they're man. like in the they're in like a plastic thing, and then there's a little square that just has dunkable dunkable 
whatever cheese. And the chips, they're not that bad. I've had them before. They're not the best chips, but they're the circular ones, right? Is it always the same? It's always the same stuff. in every theater. You know what I've noticed lately that's really weird uh, is almost gourmet snacks in movie theaters. Yeah, so that's another, almost. Yeah, like you can get Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, I saw that at yeah. the Raleigh Grand. Yeah. I don't think that's a theater snack. I think that that is like a, that's a vegetable. Well, yeah. I don't know if any vegetable counts as a theater snack. I, I I think that that could be a rule. I think that we can go ahead and say can't be vegetable. I agree or it's healthy. Just, well, I don't know. Let's let's not jump in there because you know <laughs> I'm not a uh, healthologist, but I'm sure that some of these are too bad for you, right? Maybe you know. Actually, if you don't get butter on the popcorn, it's not really that That's bad true. for you. Yeah, sticks. Can they have sticks? Can the can the theater what? snacks have sticks in them? Oh oh. Or like, does it need to be like finger a toothpick? Food? Like, can it be a some somewhat of a shish kebab situation, or like a corn dog? Corn dog is that a theater snack? Hmm. Corn dog, you say? I would say most theater snacks are devoid of sticks. <laughs> okay, so we could say no sticks, no vegetables, no sticks, no, or a very low percentage of sticks. Yeah. Um. Can't be no fork and knife, no utensils right. to eat these things. Right. right? Yeah. These are all manual labor. Uh, yeah, yeah, working man's food. Exactly. Pizza. Pizza, the, uh, pizza, there's a fine line. Right? If it's a uh, round pizza that has more than four slices, it's not a theater snack. If it's more of like a elliptical or square-shaped pizza that's divided into fours, theater snack. Does it have to be microwaved on a silver cardboard that has like the flip up edges and it and somehow burns the sides but never cooks through the center. I think that's exactly what has to happen. Really? If yeah. it, if it's if it's trying to be more of a food, it has to be done poorly to be a theater snack. Right, right. Okay. I agree with that. Ice cream. Hmm. Has sticks in some ice cream, right? <laughs> I mean it, it's pretty mess, messy and you're in a dark room. That's gonna that's so true. that brings me to something else, but I want I want to hone in on ice cream because if it's like shitty ice cream that you get that in, in the real low coolers that you slide the top slides right. up. I know what you're talking you know, which about. I, have I don't know how to describe it, but it's like it doesn't like flip up like it, it slides either left or right, and then you pick out what it, oh what is that awesome pink like. Uh, Oh, shortcake, strawberry shortcake. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the one that on has the little crumbly, crunchy yeah. things on it? Yeah, oh, that's really man. good. What are those called? Is that a theater snack? A cookie. Is that a creamsicle? No, but those are good, too. Are frozen things that would melt in your hand theaters? Probably not. Like, I think you could find lots of theaters that have them, but I, I don't think ice cream is a theater snack. I would think the custodian who has to, or the, mm-hmm. the usher who has to clean that place would maybe draw the line at, ice cream type stuff because it gets messy as hell anyway and if you add in that strawberry situation you're talking about that's gonna get really messy are theaters the only place where it's appropriate to eat in the dark <laughs> no where are some what are some other my situations apartment. in which to yeah eat? i was gonna say like my couch um no i think i think in in terms of public places it might hold like the like you know that's the only place that you eat in the dark camping Around a fire. I mean, it's not too dark, but it, you're surrounded by dark. You can eat planetaria. You can't eat in planetariums. 
I, uh, man, I just really wanted to say planetaria. So is planetaria actually the plural no, love? Probably of, not. I thought it was the world in which all planetariums originated. <laughs> That's the plan. I, I want to move to that. Welcome world. to planetaria. Oh man, I'm moving there tomorrow. We made a planet that is a planetaria. <laughs> Figure that shit out. Um, okay, so I think we kind of we kind of get it. I would, I would <laughs> but so far we know not sticks. I still am, I, I still think that uh, just based on the criteria of eating in the dark but being surrounded by strangers, there's nowhere else that That's that true. happens. Yeah, yeah. And there's certain foods that you can only eat in the dark surrounded by strangers. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> do you ever eat? Well, okay, but you, you might eat food at. Okay, do you ever eat food at a concert? Especially in a larger place. Yeah, but it's usually just because you've drank so much that you need to put something in there. Sometimes you just want a $16 barbecue sandwich, (laughs) (laughs) right? Well, so it it happens. You're going to see the XX. You already (laughs) ate, but you want a snack anyway, and there's a $16 barbecue sandwich (laughs) 10 feet away from you. Can I also say that being a vegetarian, trying to eat in like a stadium setting, you pretty much can only eat French fries. That's it. That's all you can get. Yeah, and they're fifteen dollars. If you're lucky, there's an eight dollars soft pretzel out there. Oh yeah, 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 that's true. Soft pretzels are all right. What Can about, we get those? At a, are those considered theater snacks? I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. You don't see them at theaters much, but I feel like they, they could would. Be. Yeah, I agree with that. What about the circus? I'm just trying to think of dark places that are full of people. And I don't know which something. circuses you went to, but. <laughs> I think it was in the dark mostly. <laughs> I don't know most, what. <laughs> no, go on. I agree. No, most 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 are pretty well lit. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't mean I only, that in like a cool way. I mean they're just like there's a lot of illumination. Shit is lit. <laughs> I, I I remember only going to like uh, the big uh, the the one that's no longer around Bartim and Bailey a couple times as a kid. I feel like it was. They I mean, turn off all the lights and then the whip the <laughs> elephants. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. What the, kind of show the are you center, going to? The rings are lit. The show is lit, but the people are not. It's dark in there, just like a theater. The screen is lit. It's all lights. Yeah. But I'm sitting in the dark. I, I, I can't remember the circus, so I don't know if either of you are right, but I can't imagine that it was pitch black like a theater. Well, right. <laughs> Like it's I, okay, it's, yeah, it's not as dark as a theater. Yeah, see, okay, good. So you're you're backing off on that one a little bit. <laughs> you can find your way out yeah, pretty yeah. easily. <laughs> Mostly because there are a bunch of kids swinging like lightsabers around. And they help illuminate it. That's true. Yeah, so let's talk about the uh, Huffington Post Top 20 Snacks, which I have some in front of us. Awesome. I mean, they have a fucking list for everything. If it's not them, it's, what's the other? BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. If you need a list, which I found for this podcast is helpful, go to BuzzFeed or Huffington Post. You'll find it. So let's see. All right. I think it's 20. But starting at 20, moving down, this is what they let's think. Let's see how many of these I've eaten. Milk duds. Mm. You've never had a milk never dud. Had, well, pretty sure. I've luckily never had a for milk you, dud. I I think it's quite similar to Whoppers. Okay. Well, I I would disagree with you there. And then maybe I haven't had a milk dud. What is this? Milk, milk duds. Dud? The thing about milk duds, which are kind of like a bittersweet pun intended, is that they have such chewy caramel in the center that they get stuck to your teeth very easily. Holy shit! I don't think I've had a milk dud. Like a tootsie roll. I think that's why that, that I think that's where the dud part of milk dud comes from. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but is there any milk in it? There's no milk. There's milk chocolate. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess milk chocolate duds doesn't roll off the top. Right. It's basically like uh, a rubbery caramel <laughs> with uh, surrounded in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Well, the next one, even if you haven't had, we can have right here. They're called dots. Ah, yes. You know what a dot is? Nope, never had that. Okay, so I've seen that, but I've never eaten it. So a dot, which my grandmother used to call uh, jube jubes. I knew it was going to sound like a slurry. Ju- Jujubes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jujubes is that Jujubes or jubjubes is what? Um, <laughs> I can't talk. How can, how can a phrase this, this here so, unwrap this and eat it? How can a phrase that's so whimsical also sound so wrong? Jube jube. <laughs> that doesn't sound wrong. It's like something it you... sounds like something someone with some animosity in their heart would say, or a cartoon from a children's movie. Does it sound like something that when you're taking a poop, you're going to scroll it into like the stall? <laughs> jube <side>? jube. <laughs> jube jubes run the world. <laughs> yeah, see, you can't open it either. Amos is. Uh, using his fingers to pry open the side of the box like a pro. He did the little slide thing. You know, you slide between the cardboard when you're opening cereal. Very he, good. He's pulling out, which color will he go for? Red, classic. All right, he's holding it up. Smelling it. I can actually hear him chewing. Mm-hmm. I can hear you getting fat. People, people always hate this on podcasts, so. Unless they're like a real ASMR buff. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll be into this. This is pretty gross. <laughs> really? I'm not a fan of this at all. No, but I don't like good. I don't like gummy food. Oh yeah, then you definitely wouldn't like. <laughs> then you wouldn't like this. Yeah. The funny thing about dots is, even though they're gummy, they're also stale all the time. <laughs> like, okay. It doesn't matter. Here's another game we're gonna play while we do this. Do they all share the same first ingredient? I don't know. What's the first ingredient? Corn, Love cornstarch. Oh well, or some derivative of corn. I bet every single one of them starts with that. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's find out. Okay, so next, which I wasn't able to get, well, goobers next on the list. <laughs> goobers, <laughs> goobers. Um, next on the list, wasn't able to get any. Never heard of that, other than from Andy Goober. Really? Um, fun fact: that's what I call my dad. Really? Yeah, goober. Is it because he's a sticky old chocolate man? No, <laughs> no, he does. You know, he, he has some chocolate characteristics. Uh, he's really sweet, and you know, uh, part cacao. But, um, <laughs> but no, it's just something I've called him since I was a kid. What um, what do goobers taste like? I can't. I'm having trouble remembering. It is a chocolate covered peanut. Oh yeah, yeah, they're delicious. Oh, yeah, okay. that sounds all right. I tried to find them, couldn't. Um, Actually, the most of the ones that I found are the ones I don't care for, except when we get to the Thin Mints, or what are those called? Anyways. Another uh, fun fact is around Civil War time, uh, peanuts were called goober peas. Whoa. It, is it because like a farm, the goober farm was where they got all the peanuts or something? Could be. I don't know. I just remember that. Uh, hmm. A lot of people think uh, it was about slavery. Some people think it's about states' rights, but it's really about the debate over peanut versus goober pea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly, the union was uh, pro-peanut. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to any of what you just said, other than I appreciate it. Um, That's how I like for people to respond. <laughs> nachos is next on under goobers, which I don't have any. I, mean, I really wish you had some nachos after eating that uh, sticky gelatinous thing. Really, you just want to pour fake cheese down your mouth after that? Yeah. Because you know that theater nachos, like circus nachos... <laughs> Are like of one thing. Like when you think of delicious nachos that you might get at your local like Tex Mex place, nothing like theater nachos. Yeah, it's uh, it almost makes you wonder like how they can be called nachos, right? 
Yeah. Because there's no there's no pico de gallo, right? Nope. There's no beans, there's no meat of any type. All there is is the cheese that I'm pretty sure is just orange oil. Fat boy cheese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is what we called it growing up. I'm trying to think of something else that has the same name. Like so nachos to nachos that aren't that. It's like calling Dunkaroos cookies. They're not. Or Dunkaroos the um they come with some fudge or something and you On dip the side, it. Yeah, it's a cracker though. That yeah. you dip into some kind of fake crap and somehow it's considered cookies. I don't know. I don't know. To me, if it's sweet, it's a cookie. And if it's salty or savory it's, <laughs> it's crap. Yes. You've never had a salty cookie? I don't think I've ever had a salty cookie. No. Is that all is that another name I don't know. for a uh, uh, whatever we talked about one time? I think that is probably a sex position. Wait, that wasn't here. Where was I? I don't know. I don't know where you uh, got your salty what, cookie. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That was your OK Cupid name, and I totally forgot. <laughs> salty cookie. It's I'm complete, sorry. Completely hey, false. Better to be a salty cookie than a, a salty cookie. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Whoppers. Ah. So hey, we've got I, Whoppers on the table. I'd never even heard of this. Uh, whoppers are basically... Um, if you could somehow freeze cardboard, that's what they taste like. Yeah, uh, they're almost like a, a dirt clod with a chocolate shell. Yeah, so the chocolate shell is great. Um, First ingredient. Actually, wait. It's the second ingredient. Corn syrup. Yeah. I believe it. You're not surprising anyone here. Yeah, this isn't a conspiracy. I <laughs> yeah. think it's a well-stated fact at this point. <laughs> the corn is in everything. Well, yeah, yeah I, never mind. In corn we trust. I'm sure that that was some kind of documentary. I'm fucking positive. I think the reason why you couldn't find goobers is all candies are just like called Monsantos now, mm. right? Here we go. This is very light. It's airy, isn't it? Yeah. It's all right. Really? I don't I mean, remember it being good at all. Give me one of them Whoppers. I remember them just being like you bite into it and a bunch of powder just falls on you. Um, it's like it's like the asbestos asbestos of the chocolate world. Yeah, you see what I mean about the dirt clod surrounded by sugar, though. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's uh oh, they're not as bad as I remember. It's fine. I mean, it's it's fine. I would eat this at a theater. I mean, I wouldn't pay the ninety dollars. It, it is cost it what <laughs> the ninety dollars? No, they're they're always like fifth, like four bucks, right? Unless you now know. I mean, it depends on your ethics. If you're a candy smuggler and you don't mind like buying them at the dollar store before going to the theater. We prefer to be called uh, candy coyotes. I like that. We're taking candy across the borders. Um, the thing with the Whoppers is you wouldn't want to go see like a, a subtitled film, I don't think, um, because they're so loud. Um, it might like make it hard to concentrate on reading. Agreed. Okay, this is controversial. Under Whoppers, we have hot dog. Ooh, hot dog. Is hot dog really theater? F- I well, mean, it's stadium food. That's it's definitely stadium. Damn sure. I mean, I would, you know, I think most of these things we're going to find um, have a cousin uh, or an equivalent at a stadium mm-hmm. that we're talking about with the theater food. I just have to disagree with the Huffington Post on this one. I don't think hot dogs are theater food. I have always seen them there. Um. I wonder if there are uh, regional differences like there are with so many other foods. Maybe. I guess here's another thing I didn't think of until just now. Um, I don't think that there is a food at the cinema that you couldn't buy at a gas station. That's true. Um, I would say 
again, like I feel like there's specific packaging types that you would find at the theater, but you would find the same thing in a different, like let's say you find it in a box at the theater, but mm-hmm. it's in a small bag or something at the gas station. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about hot dogs. I'm at, pretty sure that the theater. I'm pretty sure all theater hot dogs are the ones that like are just in a drawer of like <laughs> maybe slightly uh, below boiling water, right? You know, sure. The hot dog drawer. Yeah, the hot dog drawer. Just, right? just it made was, me think of someone, you know, sitting in their office. Instead of a candy drawer, they have a, a hot dog drawer with you know an inch of lukewarm water. Mm-hmm. And then just a bunch of hot dogs that they uh, fork. Also, out. sounds like a kids' show, maybe in um, Canada. Welcome back to the hot dog drawer, <laughs> everybody. Welcome to the hot dog drawer. That was a neat voice. The, the polka dot door was a show in Canada that John Candy hosted. The hot dog drawer. The, the hot, hot dog, dog drawer will take you to the hot dog drawer. Mustard and ketchup and so much more. The hot dog drawer. I love it. I would watch that show. Right? It sounds good. Like, I come out and I'm like, I'm in a hot dog suit. Here's a cartoon. It sounds like it would be appropriate for kids of all ages. Yeah, I think so. Although I will say this about the hot dog drawer and what Amos mentioned about, like, having one in your desk. That sounds like a perk at, like, a tech company, right? <laughs> They're trying to make <laughs> yeah, it. We got, we got nap pods. We got free K-cups. Anytime you want, we have a hot dog drawer. <laughs> Wait, back up, sir, to the hot dog drawer? <laughs> what? <laughs> M&M's under hot dogs. Oh, M&M's. I'm probably... Wait a minute. Did my wife eat the M&M's? They're not up here. Never had an m M&M. and No, that's not true. Now, let me ask you this. Does it specify a regular peanut or does it not say at all? It just says M&M's. Hmm. This is Bush League. I'm pretty sure that... I mean, I'm not going to blame my wife. It could be my kid, but someone stole the M&M's that I had here. But everyone's had an M&M, so mm-hmm. we're good. Uh, favorite kind of M&M? Uh, right now, I would have to say that I'm really digging the uh, peanut butter M&M's. Agreed. They're always great. Um, I had a caramel, caramel, caramel M&M. It was lovely. I've seen them advertised. I even know there's a race car driver who has it on his hat because uh, my dad watches races, and I went home recently, uh, saw that on the TV, uh, but I've yet to try one. They're great. That's all I got. Um, M&M's, I think that that's a pretty safe safe pick under hot dogs. I so. think I think you can't go wrong with M and M's. Agreed. Um, They're way better than any candy I've tried so far. M and M's are today, which is dots and whoppers. I was going to say you mean today. Yeah. So, oh man, M and M is just in between two very odd picks. So it went hot dog M and M, and now we're going to pickles. Oh yeah, no, I've never had a pickle at a movie theater. Huffington Post, you're smoking crack if you're telling me I need to have a fucking pickle at the theater. I'm pretty sure that if I saw this listed on Facebook, the fake news filter would go off just because (laughs) of pickles, right? But I really like pickles, so if I I had the option, I'd be like, yeah, I'll I'll take a pickle. Got nothing against them, all right? Yeah, Amos, don't get us wrong. We too love pickles. (laughs) There's just a time and a place at the movie theater. I don't think so, though. Seriously, because ah, there's not one part that's appropriate. They're, they're too loud. They're fucking loud. Okay, yeah. they're volume, not sweet. Volume is this is one of the few areas where, of all the criteria for your food, you have to consider volume is yeah, yeah. it's a big one. Um, difficult to handle. They're wet. 
Yeah. Right? That's, that's true. Pickles are wet. What are you going to, who, how are they going to hand you a pickle at a cinema? Uh, do they, ha- are they just willy nilly handing you a pickle or is it wrapped in something? Oh my God. Is it in those fucking gas, is it like a gas is, station pickle in yeah. a bag? It's I like was wondering the same thing. I, it's either, yeah, it's either a, a juice filled bag that it comes in. What do you do with the juice after? You I know. open it up. You don't pour it on your popcorn. Or do you I stick a know. straw in there like it's a, Pickleback. Well, I was going to say, yeah, maybe you snuck in some mezcal. Right. Want to try a pickleback? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm enjoying this whole line of reasoning. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that it would either be that or a jar. It's like the jar of pickles and tong method. But I don't know if I would trust movie theater tongs. Mm-mm. No, no. Definitely. I would rather him freehand that shit. Yeah, because those Pull tongs. Me out a fresh. Uh, Hey, buddy, freehand me a pickle. Yeah. Because they probably, the tongs that they would use for the pickles are probably also the tongs they use for the hot dog drawer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They probably mistake the hot dogs for pickles all the time. You know there's at Mm. least one of those ushers scratching his back with those tongs? Oh, God, yeah. Now I'm thinking of, would I enjoy a pickle in a bun with, um, like, sauerkraut on it or ketchup or chili? It depends on the bun, but all of that sounds okay to me. I think I, can I think it, it also depends on like the bread to pickle ratio. That's true, and how wet right. is it? Because the bread you know, needs to be strong be, bread. Yeah, it can't be soggy. I'm no, I'm thinking. True. You know, oh sorry. No, you're good. What is the potato bread that's so delicious? Potato bread. There's like a certain one that's sold in the southeast is delicious. The Hawaiian rolls. Oh fuck, a Hawaiian roll. Those are things are amazing. Yeah. But uh, a potato <laughs> bread like. I've never seen do Hawaii do they make um rolls big enough for hot dogs? They don't, but they should. Oh my god, should they? So two Hawaiian rolls and a pickle mm-hmm. covered in chili. God, that sounds amazing. And sauerkraut. But let's move on to sweet tarts, which I don't have here, but it's just pure sugar. You've had a sweet tart, right? I have had I they're, like sweet tarts. They're much like a spree, I think. Mm-hmm. They're like a, a non coated spree. Yeah. And aren't sprees typically chewy, or am I thinking they can of- be? There are chewable sprees, and there's just dusty sprees, <laughs> which is also my stripper name. Dusty Sp- Dusty Spreesfield was a band, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> so son of a theater snack man. <laughs> snow caps, which I couldn't find. Snow caps. Snow caps. So snow caps are basically chocolate. Like big chocolate chips, right? Like chipped chocolate that have like white sugar. I have had those. little white balls on top. Yeah, they're they're fine, and yeah. you find them. You you do see them pretty much only at theaters and then old candy shops. Right, they're kind of like a Hershey's kiss with like someone's dandruff on top. <laughs> if their dandruff was deliciously, <laughs> do you sweet. have those dander kisses in stock? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do mm. you have dander kisses? Please leave this establishment now. <laughs> Red vines. Ah, see, so Twizzlers. Wait, are are we saying Red Vines and Twizzlers? This this one said Red Vines slash Twizzlers, like the same thing, which they're not. Red they're vines not. are like straight up they're like full blown Twizzler. Twizzlers can be torn torn apart. Right, right, see and and they taste they do taste a little bit different. Um, These are loud. Oh, I was gonna say that's uh, that's everyone who's listening to the podcast will turn it off for that. Because I will say there is a debate in my household. My fiance prefers red vines, mm. flavor, texture, everything. I prefer a Twizzler. Um, 
So, you know, there is a difference there. Twizzlers. All right. So we've got the twist. As How did you put it? Well, I was saying, uh, you know, there, there's the hollow Twizzler, then there's the twist a strand off Twizzler, and this is the twist a strand off variety. When you were a kid, did you, the other variety, did you ever bite either end off, put it in an icy, and slurp that motherfucker up? Oh, I mean, I still do that. Not like whether it's an icy or a soft drink, like that's what I do at the theater. So, Amos, have you ever had one of these? I don't remember. Tastes like a dot to me. Very similar to a dot. Just in a stringy, like nine worms stuck together form. It's like a strawberry string cheese. Two things I really like a lot more than this. Strawberries and string cheese, I mean. <laughs> I thought you were getting yeah, ready to no, tell us. I'm not, <laughs> not trying to build suspense. <laughs> Ooh, these are also difficult to eat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give me a second here before I start up again. You know what, though? Maybe making it hard to talk is an excellent quality in a theater snack. Oh, That's fucking go. genius. There you go. Like, maybe this is on purpose. How do things like this get invented? Most I, other things I can understand, but how did this happen? Well... There were a lot of candy pioneers back in the day. We don't have them anymore. I know Mr. Mars. You had Willy Wonka himself. Okay, looks like we... Did we talk about Raisinets? That was skipped. Not yet. Raisinets are amazing. In fact, uh, now that you can get a dark chocolate Raisinette, I think that might be my favorite candy. It's great. I don't have any. Um, they didn't have them at the dollar store I went to. Never had a Raisinette either. Damn, should have brought it. Couldn't do it, though. Um, I'm constantly amazed by the... Uh, the when list of things that I'm bringing you on your birthday have just well, skyrocketed. it's like exactly after red vines, you know, raisinets only fruit theater snack. You mean with real fruit? Yeah, yeah, I believe it might be because it has an actual raisin, and we all know those used to be grapes. <laughs> the one thing I don't understand about raisinets is, you know, they're full size raisins. But why is the candy called Raisinets? Uh huh. So so what is a Raisinette? Because I haven't. It's, I know I sound like it's chocolate. I was raised in a it's it's a bunker. chocolate dipped raisin. That's it. Oh okay. No candy, you know I no probably nothing. I probably have had that. I don't know if it was a packaged Raisinette, but I've definitely had raisins and chocolate. I mean, there are definitely off brands out there. Yeah, I think I've also just had like. Like, you know, we had our version of a fair where I grew up was the fall festival. And mm-hmm. uh, there were a lot of, like, homemade snacks. So I think that was a common one. Sure. It's like the yogurt-covered anything. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't answer your question. That's true. Uh, yeah. So we may we may never know. Junior Mints next on the list. Um, delicious. My favorite movie theater snack, I think, that comes I'm, in a box. I'm on, like, number six. Really? They're I really, good. I like these. Um, so they remind me of something that I think you can only get in Canada, and they're called uh, After Seven Mints. They're, like, these little squares. I think they're oh, a lot wow. like Thin Mints here. All right. So there's only one more on uh, the Huffington Post list, but there are a few that I think they missed that I want to talk about right after. Um, and the number one is the obvious pick, and it's popcorn. Absolutely. Do you guys know the history of, the fake history of popcorn? No. We have been told, and it's being sold, that uh, popcorn was at, like, the famous meeting of the Indians and the English at the first Thanksgiving. False. <laughs> Didn't happen. 
but it is in history books. But I guess like the corn that's from that area isn't dry enough to pop. So it's like, yeah, whoever told us that lied. Here's just, another one. For just you. like most history books. Right. Um, do you know that my so I wasn't young enough to go through like elementary school history here. But um, my brother, who's years younger than me, did. And in his history book, um, which was old as shit, it said the War of Northern Aggression for the Civil War. Okay, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, Yeah. I mean, like, I, I grew, well, you know, textbooks could come from who knows. It was, it, was, it was a much, much older textbook, and it wasn't his main one. It was one that, like, he was doing, a, he was doing research or whatever for uh-huh. a paper, and he had to grab, like, a few different books from their library, and that one was there. And wow. It, yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Another thing about popcorn is that <laughs> we're not sure if it came from. Uh, we're not sure if popcorn well came from Vermont or Quebec. Have you ever met anyone from Vermont? Um, yeah. Because they will tell you that everything was invented in Vermont. <laughs> really? Yeah, they'll be like, maple syrup, that was invented in Vermont. Those fuckers. It's obviously Canada, everywhere, inside and out. A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, that was written in Vermont. Oh. Are you just Googling Vermont? No, I'm just saying a thing that's oh. stupid. Uh, I was trying to think, you know, every state has another state that's its rival. I was thinking, who do the Vermonters hate? But it's probably New Hampshire. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because they're, they're the Alabama, Mississippi of, the, of, mm-hmm. of, the, of New England. Well, in 1880, um, settlers in Vermont area and then like the Canadian, um, the, Quebec, the Quebecois or whatever, they both claim popcorn now. Hmm. And I guess it's a thing. Uh, but Canadians will also, being Canadian, will tell you that we'll pretty much claim anything that we can because we don't have too much. So Yeah. I mean, if, we, if it was fair, we should probably just give popcorn to the Canadians. Right? I right. think we deserve it. We don't even eat much of it. So anyways, popcorn, it's good. It gets stuck in your teeth. It's like a cal- cal- caloric, caloric bomb. What am I, how do I say caloric? Caloric? caloric bomb. That's what I want. Caloric bomb. Caloric bomb. The popcorn's a caloric bomb. <laughs> I tell you, boy, you're going to get quite large. Drinking those caloric, I mean, eating those caloric bombs that are popcorn. Drinking caloric bombs. It's just, you mix caloric water and popcorn and together. All right, that was weird. Uh, most, most so apparently, archaeologists have discovered that people have known about popcorn for thousands of years. In Mexico, for example, remnants of popcorn have been found that date to around 3600 BC. Couldn't, I mean, sure, but couldn't they have just found popped kernels and no one else had, like, discovered them? I'm just wondering what what remnants could there be that are over 5,000 years old? Yeah, that, I think it's a mummy tooth with, like, a kernel stuck in between yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> There's something comforting in knowing that my daily gripes were shared by a Guy in what is now Mexico 5,000 years ago. So popcorn's great. I don't think we need to talk too much about popcorn. Other than don't get popcorn in the morning in the first shows, because apparently they bag the fucking popcorn the night before and serve it, and they don't pop it again till like, midday. Well, so what if you do – what do you do if you are seeing an early show and you don't want some popcorn? The, you have to buy the stale-ass popcorn. You say, listen, Chip, <laughs> I don't want that day-old popcorn. Please pop me some of that fresh. Just good, say good. I want my popcorn extra done. I need exactly. that poppy pow pow. 
Um, and also, it's like one of the worst things for you in the world. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, unless... But it's so tasty. Yeah, yeah. I think if, it's if, delicious. You, if you don't pour salt and butter or butter substitute on it, then it's fine. I think that this probably... They've injected it in some tasteless salt anyways. Well, okay, at a movie theater, yeah, yeah. you're only going to get stuff that's terrible for you. But yeah. I guess I'm just saying popcorn in general, you can get... Absolutely. Go health, get your... Health-neutral popcorn. Your organic corn. If you air pop it, it's really good for you. And if you want a nice umami blast, I put soy sauce on my air-popped popcorn. Do you really? That, that does sound yeah. awesome. Umami blast sounds like a podcast. That sounds like a band that I want to go see. <laughs> I really want to go to the umami blast show the only at thing, Kings tonight. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's a little disconcerting is is you're sprinkling a liquid onto popcorn, so you're going to have a little bit of soggy popcorn. Mm. But it, the taste is worth it, trust me. You can't like toss it in umami. Well, you 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 could you could get some sort of like uh, I don't know. I guess the equivalent would be a powdered MSG, but <laughs> a little bit of soy sauce is Maybe better. Maybe get a salad spinner, fill it with popcorn. All I right, like where your head's at. Drip um, the soy sauce on it while you're you see my hands while, while you're spinning <laughs> while you're spinning. You look like you're making fun of certain groups of people, but what um, you're actually doing throwing is, up gang signs or or that. Um, all of that's wrong. Uh, but yeah, yeah that might shoes. work. Yeah, we should try it. All right, so there's a few things that were left out of this Huffington Post, um, which I think we could have injected in where there was pickles and maybe even hot dog. I just don't – I think you're fine if you want to eat a hot dog in a theater. I just don't think that it deserves to be on the top 20 of theater snacks. And one of them are um, – like any kind of gummies that are sour. Yes. And in front of me here, we have some trolleys, which I don't think they're classic. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Trolley? I don't know. One of those two. I don't think that it's uh these are the sour bright crawlers, watermelon flavored. Gross. Um, so these are salty or are they Let's find out. Sour, rather. But I just think that sour gummies, there's always sour gummies there, and I think that it should have been on a top 20 list. Yeah, I mean, your most, your most common is going to be the Sour Patch chul- Children, or sour, sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Children. <laughs> sour Patch Orphans are my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to get some Sour Patch Children with my iced slurp or whatever it was. Iced. What was I saying? Um, yeah. I- iced Slurpee. Iced Slurpee. Iced, yeah. All right, so I've definitely never had one of these, and they look like a nightmare. They're not very sour. I kind of want to just, like, put it in my mouth for 20 seconds and then spit it out. I like the flavor, but I don't want to chew this. I like how the just the coloration of this, uh, that half green, half pink, means that it's watermelon flavor. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't really taste like a watermelon. Not at all. Yep. It's not good. Um but I just, you know, Sour Patch Kids, man. I love them. I'm not going to lie. Um, Never had a Sour Patch Kid. Another thing is that no... Is that sh- court ordered or... <laughs> no, like, real chocolate made the list other than M&M's. I think Butterfinger Bites. I, that's what I've been waiting on the whole time. Butterfinger when are we going to break into these? Right I now, mean, man. I've been obsessed with Butterfingers ever since uh, the first time Bart Simpson was, was on one of the commercials. Yep. So there are three competing... There were three competing Butterfinger-style um, chocolate bars. The Clark Bar is also like a Butterfinger. It's fucking amazing. And then there's one other that I can't remember that's also very good, where it's kind of like the flaky insides. Well, Kit Kat bars, but... No, it, like, it, 
it, the inside, the orangish kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, the thing with like any Butterfinger, whether it's the bite size or the normal size, is like the way they layer the uh, the, the peanut buttery tasting part and it has that crunch to it is unlike any other candy bar. Agreed. That's what makes it so cool. You need to try Clark Bar. It's it's like the cooler version of the Butterfinger. Amos would probably prefer it. So like Clark's like the artisanal uh, yeah. Butterfinger. Yep. If you Google Butterfinger versus, there's like three, and the other two are way cooler because they're less known. By the way, uh, something I've been trying to start, and maybe you and your listeners can help me, is uh, just for fun, I no longer say artisanal, I say artisanal. <laughs> So artisanal the, chocolates? Yeah, the the Clark bar would be the artisanal uh, Butterfinger. I enjoyed that joke. Well, please help me carry that forward. <laughs> okay. Fifth Avenue oh, and yeah. Clark. I forgot about a Fifth Avenue. So those are like um, the three that are very similar. Uh, I also enjoy the Fifth Avenue a lot. It's much more chocolatey. Um, but, man, I'll, I'll eat the fuck out of a, a Butterfinger. I'm all right with it. I did literally forget about Fifth Avenue until you just mentioned it. They're delicious. Right. But being from Fifth Avenue, it's like a highfalutin kind of candy bar, you know. Is it? Is that that's where they lost um America. Yeah. You can't you can't say you can't expect to sell a city folk candy bar to the to the middle America. Exactly. You want you want a, you know, uh, a working class candy bar. Um ironically called Butterfinger, but it we haven't dropped it. Candy music? Like theater snack music? Anything like... Let's all go to the lobby. Anything that... Let's yeah, that's good. Let's all go to the lobby. That's that. all I know. Anything else? That's a classic joint right there. What about other songs that play in the theater? What kind of music do you hear at the theater? Like pop music that has that is like fake pop music that hasn't made it. There's that stuff, right? In between the... Oh, Yeah. Uh, in between like Maria Menounos and mm-hmm. like uh, your feature, you're gonna hear yeah, and there and you're also gonna see like um, you know, there'll be a song and dance number featuring the M and M's probably. Mm. Like, what if there was like a version of Baby Driver where he's just listening to songs about candy? <laughs> I want candy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a taffy. That's what that's what I thought you were doing. That Laffy Taffy. Hey, that Laffy Taffy. Remember that, Jim? Yeah. But he was doing I Want Candy by Bow Wow Wow. Oh, see, <laughs> I thought you were doing um, uh, MC Chris. It could be that. Well, it was MC Chris as the, the spider thing from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Mm. Can you name movies with candy themes or like snack themed movies? There was on, What was that one that came out that was like about the anthropomorphic? Anthropomorphic. I hate that word. That's such a fun concept, though. Yeah, but I can't say it. How do we say it slowly? Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. See, I can say anthropomorphic, but I always wonder, are you anthropomorphizing or are you anthropomorphizing? That one is weird. I think it's anthropomorphizing. Okay. But it seems like it should be sizing. About the like candy that comes to life, it was like a cartoon. Uh, well, there was that Seth Rogen thing. That yeah, came out it was like a sausage year. party. Really bad. I sausage party was. Yeah, yeah I, I did it. not care for. I it. I was really disappointed in that one. Yeah, great concept, bad execution. So there's that movie. Someone told me I should see it just to see how far they take things, but I, it's it's like if you and I'm not a huge South Park fan, 
but it's like if you yeah, took South either. Park and just removed any of the high ideas, like the the stuff yeah. that they connect on, the stuff that they bookend all the lowbrow stuff. Yeah, with. exactly. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I'd say yeah. So Sausage Party has some some snacks. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. of course. I can't Jaw believe Breaker? I didn't say that immediately. Remember that movie? One of my favorite movies. Ah, uh, Jawbreaker. Do they ever actually talk about a jawbreaker in that movie? No, but I mean they kill a girl by putting a jawbreaker in her mouth. That's right. I forgot. What? That. How? That's why it's called jawbreaker. What do like, they do? They put a jawbreaker in her mouth, tape her mouth shut as a joke, and then she just dies. Because she chokes? Yep. Oh. Well, that's sad. It's been a while. But yeah. That's pretty much it. That's an intense name for a candy. There's got to be a... Well, yeah, is there any other, like, really hateful-named candy? Like, there's yeah. jawbreakers that are, like, nut punch, or... <laughs> there is one called nut a... butter puncher. There is a, like, caramel-based uh, uh, thing on a stick called a slapsticks. Yeah. Just called murder. <laughs> oh, these... You never had a murder bar before? <laughs> oh, man. Never had a murder bar. Uh, what about a hate fudge? <laughs> hate fudge? Oh. <laughs> she hate fudged the hell out of me. It just made me think of that character from... Uh, Candyland, you know the fudge guy. Mm-hmm. Not the licorice guy, but the 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 fudgy mud man. Fudgy mud man. <laughs> yeah. That's another good one. Fudgy oh. mudman. Yes. Um, Stab. You know what I'm talking about? No, I've no. Uh, yeah, I have, I'm not following you. Uh, okay, the board game Candyland. Yeah, we yep. got you there. Yeah, there are characters in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a licorice guy who's like he almost looks like Dracula. He's a he's a count of some kind. He's very regal. Count licorice. Count licorice, I guess. And then there's a dude who's fudge, and he's just he looks like Clayface from Batman, except he's oh that's cool. Except he melted. Okay, so he's in a puddle. Does he ever form into things? I don't think he does. <laughs> he's not like Clayface so in he the central thing. Of okay, it. so he doesn't have the same powers. As no, Clayface. I don't. I don't know if he has powers. I mean, I guess being made of fudge is a kind of power. I'm sure that I will start. Playing Candyland, Candyland soon, but I have not oh, got right, there you have yet. And I didn't, I didn't play it as a kid because I had a younger sister, so that never came up as a. Yeah, I'm a good like 25 years removed from Candyland. Yeah, well, I guess that's true for me. Too. Is that like five? Is that like the Kevin Bacon thing? <laughs> is it like <laughs> degrees of Candyland? Degrees of Candyland. Talking about Candyland, Candyman. That's a. Oh yeah, candy the Candyman. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good horror movie. I like that one. And Chocolat, also a horror movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chocolat. So here's my question about movies and how do they work? Is how do I get on one? No. Um, how many frames per second per candy bar? How long? This is actually not what I was getting to, but that made me think about it. How long is the candy and the popcorn supposed to last through the movie? Is if a movie is between two and three hours, should I have popcorn at the end still? Should I? How quickly am I allowed to eat the candy? Like right oh, away? Oh, because I thought you meant like how like are you supposed to pass that like during the movie? Like uh, <laughs> like a, will this be in my system? Or leave before. It's like, let's get all jacked up and have to sit in a fucking theater for two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I usually get a small popcorn. I'm more of a small pop- popcorn kind of guy. Uh, and it's, No offense, but you don't look like one. I know. No, I know. I know. No, no, no offense taken. I understand. But what I will say is that I'm usually done with that small popcorn before the beginning credits. Oh, yep. yeah. I don't think I've ever bought snacks and not finished them before the movie starts. 
What kind of drinks do you guys buy? Are you a water Coke? We know that he's not an icy guy. I'm an icy guy. You know, I, I'm, I would say I'm a little, I wouldn't call it high maintenance, but I have a special thing that they need to make me. It's a half, it's large and it's half diet, half cherry Coke. That's fine. What if they have diet cherry Coke? Uh, rarely does that happen, but if they did, that's what I would get. Okay. You, Amos? Dr. Pepper. Of course. It's delicious. Yeah. Okay. Serious question. Or a root beer. If they got root beer. Yeah, yeah, just not Barks, right? But now yeah. but now that you can get beers at a lot of these movie theaters, usually I'll have whatever the highest alcohol uh, volume beer is, uh, and that's that's typically what I drink at the movie. I can't because beer makes me piss. Like, it does, you can have one, and all of a sudden I have to pee way more. I could get like a 32-ounce Dr. Pepper, and I wouldn't have to pee, but I drink one 16-ounce beer, and all of a sudden it's just like, it's got to happen. I'm the same, uh, but... That's an enjoyable experience when you're seeing a movie that you don't give two shits about. Sure. Like, I saw Snakes on a Plane in the theater and had quite a few beers, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this, too, uh, not to plug an app for no reason, but have you guys ever used that Run P app? No. Oh, yeah, I've never used it. There, there's an app called Run P where the guy that makes the, – the developer will go see a movie, and he writes down when the most boring part or when nothing – uh, you know, important is happening. And in the app, you can look up whatever movie you're going to see. And if it's one he's already seen, he'll say like Blade Runner, you know, uh, at one hour and 52 minutes, there is a lull in the action. Go pee then. But then you have to be, you have to look at your phone in the theater like an ass. Well, if you do it the right way, you look at it before you start the movie. Okay. Right. But, you're right, though. That doesn't always happen. I don't always have the foresight to do that. Usually I end up feeling the urge to urinate, and then I pull out the app and illuminate an entire entire row at a time, unfortunately. <laughs> Just turn on the, turn on the flashlight. <laughs> exactly. All right, so are there certain genres of movie that mean you have to consume certain types of candy or not certain types of candy? So horror... You have to have the popcorn so you can like get afraid and throw the popcorn everywhere. Oh, and speaking of afraid of popcorn, do you guys do that thing where before the movie they have the like fake roller coaster intro right at the theater? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And yeah. then you see the unpopped popcorn kernels, and whenever they pop loudly, like every single time I pretend that I've never seen it before and jump in my seat. I don't, but you, you guys sound like a hoot to go to see yeah. the movie with. So I'm like, ah! like you know, at least one or two people in the theater think it's funny. <laughs> We're the two people. Yeah, you guys would be there. Documentary snacks. Different than horror snacks? Well, every time I watch The War of Northern Aggression by Ken Burns, I like to have a slow sipping mint julep. And a hot dog. And a hot dog. And a Mike and Ike. Um, are you allowed to eat theater snacks if you go see a pornography film? At a theater. I have never seen a pornographic film in a theater because I am not 52. No, but you will be 52. Yeah, but that's what not a, we, what, is that a thing anymore? Does anyone see porn in a theater? I'm sure like people who are actors and actresses. I think they go to see porn. Oh, you mean the ones in the porn? Yeah, yeah. there's they like have, releases. They Do you think releases? they get like certain type releases? Is a bad term. <laughs> yeah, release <laughs> releases involved. Theatrical showings. What kind of, I mean, popcorn's safe, right? For porn? Yeah, yeah. I I don't believe that anyone goes to see porn in a theater unless they're 
lonely and it's the 70s. I mean, I think most most times these days they're like one-person theaters. Your bedroom. That you would be seeing like porn in. So popcorn in your bedroom. Um, you don't think that... I'm uh, eating some re- popcorn while I watch porn. I'm going to do that uh, when my girlfriend comes home and just see how she reacts to it. Um, just be all nude except you have the popcorn over your junk. While you're watching your favorite uh, Jenna Jameson, that's the only one. <laughs> that's well, how old I am. <laughs> but that that actually reminds me of like you know the old like kind of like urban legend of like a guy would put a hole in right. the bottom of his popcorn. It's like that doesn't really seem manageable to me. Yeah, it makes no sense in the slightest, and is disgusting in every way possible. Yeah. I guess popcorn's not that hot, so it probably wouldn't hurt. It's really salty, though. I think it would Ooh, cause some discomfort, definitely. And also, you're sitting there. I mean. There is an easier way to get a hand job, right? I mean, yeah. one like yeah, like sitting there with my there is, but I, and butter. I and I could talk about it, but I'm gonna let you. <laughs> no, I I don't want to talk about any of that. <laughs> well, I just feel this is where communication comes into play, and <laughs> you should just talk to your partner about it instead of trying a popcorn booby trap. Yeah, because that's that's a sketchy thing, and it, yeah, it is unsanitary. If you have a condom on, it's okay though. <laughs> But anyway. it better be unlubricated or it will affect the flavor of the popcorn. <laughs> oh, man. Why is this? <laughs> why is this popcorn taste like latex? <laughs> this whole tangent is not good. Is this butter or nanoxyl 9? <laughs> Which is a, a common uh, spermicide, if, if you're not sure. Let's talk about other countries and what they eat at movie theaters. At, at the cinema, as they would call it. Um, so Spain... Red wine and Coca-Cola cocktail is That's very awesome. popular. Ooh. Um, in the Netherlands, salty licorice is very... Hmm. That doesn't sound good. No, but it sounds better than in South Korea, roasted chestnuts. I just... I can't get down with them. <laughs> I've never actually had Christmas-y. a... Ro- yeah, I've never actually had a roasted chestnut. They're only, only in my uh, Christmas dreams. Tiny baked fish. What country do you think eat a bunch of tiny baked fish? Swedish. Uh, and not because of Swedish fish. Nope. Maybe okay. the Philippines? Japan. Ah, that, um This one you're going to think is not real. Uh, Tom Yum flavored popcorn. What? So clearly Thailand. Yeah. but I don't even know what Tom, Tom Yum is. Tom Yum soup? It's like a milky shrimp soup. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, here's another thing I'm going to bring to you on your birthday, but you've had it before. <laughs> I think I've had it before. Um, falafel flavored chips in Israel. Hmm. Uh, cheese and chutney sandwiches served India. Huh, interesting. Sounds delicious. Um, this, I don't even know what the second half is, but in Barbados, fish balls and Banks beer. I guess this is the type of beer. Oh. Fish balls are just like not like fish testicles because those don't exist. I don't believe that. No, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Never you know. seen a low-hanging uh, flounder. <laughs> <laughs> Lithuania has something called kvass, which is fermented black or rye bread. Huh. Not good. And these are things that are specifically eaten in movie theaters. I mm-hmm. will tell you this: Sounds I shitty. doubt I will ever be in a Lithuanian theater. <laughs> but should I ever find myself in a Lithuanian theater, I will try their fermented black bread. I mean, never say never. Um, and here's my favorite: in Russia, beluga caviar. They would is a is welcome to watching another um, too too fast too furious. <laughs> Eat beluga caviar. I would say probably maybe 10 people in Russia go to the movies. And so, of course, there would be caviar. Yeah, of course. 
Let's play some games. All right. Yay, games. So this game is called Sweet or Salty. And you have to tell me, of the things that I list, are they more sweet or are they more salty? Barbecue sauce. Is it more sweet or salty? Do you think it has more sugar or more sodium? I bet I think it is sweet. And I bet if you looked at it, much like the snacks we've had today, corn syrup would be one of the first ingredients. I agree with all of that. Sugar, correct. Merrick Garland is the Supreme Court justice who wasn't. He was probably a salty kind of guy because he was known as a tough prosecutor. And uh, he was very involved in the 9-11 commission, I think. And he wasn't picked. So he's probably a little salty. About oh, it. he's probably very yeah. salty. I'd say he's really salty. Heinz ketchup. Sweet. It's actually more salty than sweet. Still confused by this whole concept. I'm going by uh, amount of sodium per. But sugar is measured in grams, and sodium is mi- is milligram. Or is so Heinz ketchup is sweet. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you have Slim Jim. You get your science out of here. I, I think they're all sweet. Salty. Um, Slim Jim's definitely salty. It's definitely salty. Look it up. Well, yeah, the flavor of it is definitely, but I'm saying the amount You're of... You're ruining my game with your I'm signs. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I fucking sorry. hate you. I'm sorry. Um, I, right. I thought this was the pedantry podcast. Hamburglar. <laughs> He's salty. Well, every time someone says the Hamburglar, which in my life comes up more than you'd think, or as much as you'd think... Um, I think about that onion article about the ham murderer, and it makes me think that he's probably pretty salty. See, I would think uh, as easily as he is often busted for his hamburglaring, um, that he actually has a heart of gold, which makes him sweet. I think he's a sweet guy, too. It's a terrible record. He's also always smiling. That's true. And looks like Zorro with with weird pajamas. John Travolta. (laughs) Definitely salty. Right? Yeah. The salty motherfucker. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, oh, wait. Hmm. I was thinking of Jennifer Garner for a second. Um, sure, give us your take on Jennifer Garner then. You see, <laughs> she, well, Jennifer Garner's like saccharin. She's too sweet. Yeah. That's why she let Ben Affleck walk, walk all over her, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. And then Jennifer Lawrence is the perfect combination of those two things. I don't know. Spree. Those are very sweet. I agree. Yeah. Star unless, Trek. Unless we're talking about a murder spree. Ooh, and murder which, spree. That's you, pretty you, salty. You didn't, you didn't specify spree, the mm-hmm. candy. Especially if you murdered people by drenching them in salt. Oh, man. That would be like the salty you spree. Just dry them out. Oh, so sad. Anyway, you were about to say something about Star Trek, so I'm Star interested. Star Trek Discovery <sighs> and man. Star Trek fans. You're, you're in, we're in a place right now. But do you think that they're the fans? They're very salty about this. You don't I'm think very that, salty. About you don't think this. that they're just happy that you've got one? Kind of. But would it's, you rather it not exist and have no Star Wars? I'd say it's, it's, Star Trek. It's, oh yeah, Star Trek. Sorry, different you, universes, please. Yeah, well, it's because I'm looking at my next question is Star Wars. So, as a Star Trek fan, are you happy that there's a Star Trek show, or would you rather there not be a Star Trek show? I'd rather there be one than not be one, yeah. So you're happy that with Star Trek Discovery, then? 
Sure. So you're more sweet on it than salty. Or are you hate watching this motherfucker? I haven't seen it yet. Well, what's the Seth uh, McFarlane? Oh, uh, Orville. Or- are you salty on that one? I saw one episode and it was pretty shitty. So here's the thing about that is that all of it was great except for and what, I, Orville. I liked Orville. Look, I'll probably cut this out. Look, I liked Orville except <laughs> I don't know if he should leave it in. I don't like he he wrote this. He's starring in it. And he wrote himself as a person, a man, who was wronged by a woman so that he could make woman-hating jokes throughout the whole thing. That's pretty salty. And to me, it's super salty, and it's also shitty. Like, you're known as a comedian, as a writer, who does not fare well when writing female characters. Like, he always makes women jokes. And so now this dickhead decides to write himself in as a main cast to a show where he was cheated on by his wife. So the whole time, beside his ex-wife, he can make fun of her for being a woman. It's shitty. That is shitty. And you know what else? Um, Orville Riddenbacher, the popcorn man. You may think popcorn. No. No. you. Absolutely not. I don't know anything about him. In fact, what I was going to say is he seemed like such a sweet old man that it makes Orville the show even saltier for invoking his name. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking Orville. I'm salty about Orville. Yeah. All right. Star Wars fans and Porgs. Oh, man. Um, I I think that... The porg phenomenon is going to be huge. I think uh, children are going to love some porgs. I, I like a porg. I'm more interested in the relationship uh, Chewbacca seems to apparently have with the porgs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very sweet. Uh, quite sweet. I'm kind of sweet on porgs. Yeah. What about you, Amos? You sweet on the porgs? Yeah, they look cute. Do you know that Orville Rickenbacker was born in a place called Brazil, Indiana? And he went to Brazil High School. What's with Indiana having, like, the weirdest named cities? Where is Michael Jackson from in Indiana? I don't remember. I have no idea. It's probably called Jackson, Indiana. <laughs> Texas, Indiana. <laughs> Graduated in top 5% of his class. So he was at least smart. I mean, he has to be. He invented popcorn, as yeah. we found out earlier. All right, last one. The universe, sweet or salty? Umami. Correct, as usual, Amos. (laughs) All right, before we get into the very last segment in which we rate this, I want you both to write me a haiku about what you learned today. (laughs) It is 575. Take your time. Don't feel rushed. Orville Rickenbacker was from Brazil. Kind of. But not the Brazil you'd think. Uh, I think it was five seven five. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Also, you not f- really true because he is not from the Brazil. You would th- he is from the Brazil. You think because he's not from Brazil. That's what I learned today. Okay. Amos is a sweet man, but Amos has not had many snacks. Amos is willing to learn. I think many is two syllables. Yeah. Though, How about Amos is a pedantic dickwad. <laughs> Just let me win with my haiku, damn it. Oh, I was way better than mine. <laughs> and I got good. complimented, so I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I want you guys to imagine a world. Imagine a world. A world where 
Pablo Francisco jokes <laughs> never die. Oh, man, have you guys seen that video of him telling the same joke over and over? No. There's a video <laughs> of Pablo Francisco where he is apparently on some sort of drugs, and he's, <laughs> he's on stage. He, they have cut the microphone off because they want him to get off the stage, and he is basically just telling the same premise of a, of a joke over and over and over oh, man. in a psychotic loop. So is, is that why his career never seemed to His career anywhere? was just one joke. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. I don't remember anything but that. But what happened to that guy? Yeah. Uh, you should find that video. It's pretty hilarious. Okay. Poor guy. I want you to imagine a world without theater snacks. What does that mean? So, like, popcorn doesn't exist? Um, uh, or I just can't eat it in a theater? The theater is, is now turned into somewhat of a library. No food. Are there books? I said somewhat. somewhat okay. <laughs> I got you. It's like you go, it's like you get your movie tickets, you go see the movie, you maybe have a water with you. I don't think it would have changed my experience very much. Usually I don't buy snacks at the theater because they're so expensive. So you don't think it would impact your life at all if you couldn't snack in the movie theater? Very, very minorly. Do you go three hours at a time without eating? Yes. Yes, Blake, I do. Just, I mean, no judgment. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting together all the clues, buddy. He's clues, not, clues. He's not daring you to go three yeah, hours yeah, without eating. Don't get angry. <laughs> <laughs> I double dog dare you to ever sleep. I think that would make, I mean, I might not want to go to a movie if I'm not allowed to have an icy or a popcorn or a. I definitely wouldn't. I like to have the multi-sensory experience of having th- snacks while I'm watching my movie. The next movie you go see, Drew, I want you to have something sweet, something salty, and something spicy. Ooh. And when you're watching, when something sweet happens, why don't you just go nibble on one of them sweet things? I will. And then when something spicy happens, you're like, mm, that's spicy. And then you do a little of that. And then when it's salty, a little of that. A little of that, too. That's how you watch a movie in I like my that. world. Yeah. You have a palette of flavors. I do. If I can own, if I when something umami happens, I'm like, oh, think about girl, what that, means. that is so umami, <laughs> and then I umami my face up. It's like you're staring at a mushroom. I don't know what something that looks umami would be. There is a snack here. There is a snack in Canada that you can't get here. Uh, that I used to always have in theaters when I was a kid. And they're called Smarties. You can get Smarties here. Different Smarty. Smarties here are just those little sugar wafers, yeah? Uh, sure. And up in Canada, like a little puck. they're candied um, chocolate. So it's like an M&M. Oh, it's a totally different thing. It's okay. like an M&M, except it's, a, it's like a real candy shell. Hmm. It's not just like a thin shell, whatever you want to call the shell of an M&M. So that's why on one to ten, one Smartie to ten Smarties... How do you rate theater snacks? Nine. Really? Yeah. They're snacks. I'm not going to hate on snacks. You just said that you, you just said that you're... Oh, like, just because I don't like them doesn't mean they're not good. You're supposed to rate them for yourself here. I'm not oh, asking you oh, to rate them oh, for like oh, the life. Three. <laughs> Most of them are terrible to me. So there, wow, that was a huge. Di- that that sounds yeah, that sounds more uh, more genuine for some. Yeah. <laughs> so their life would barely be affected if, ge- if if theater snacks disappeared. I was trying to be objective. Don't ever be objective here. It's all about you. Sweet. <laughs> I personally would give theater snacks 
10 Smarties. Because like I said, like the multi-sensory experience of eating a snack while watching the film is part of the theater experience for me. Can we now if popcorn itself was isolated from the rest, I'd give it a 10. I love popcorn. That's interesting. I just don't like I just don't like gummy things, that's all. But he's no one here Amos is saying that you have to have multiple theater snacks. <laughs> no, so, saying so I could I can classify the whole concept of theater snacks as just popcorn in my life. Right. Yes. And I can give that a ten. Okay. Holy shit! You're <laughs> ten happy, man. Trigger Pop- happy with the tens. Oh, I could say nine. That's he fine. went from a nine to a three to a ten. <laughs> well, popcorn's great. It's just dots. You know. Uh, dots. I'm with you. I mean, not all theater snacks are great, and that's why for me, I think this is a six. Because um, I do like snacks, but you know what? I don't always buy a snack when I go to the movie theater. A popcorn's nice once in a while, and Icy is always good. But I think that I would probably still see certain movies. So I'm going six. Hmm. So we got a six. A ten with an asterisk. <laughs> Fuck you and your tens. And then a seven. No, I gave him a ten. Ten. Yeah. Shit, I'm the only one. Now who's the dickwad? <laughs> You're insulting the guests. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're ranking theater snacks? You and I need to rank. So currently, from best to least, we have... Cousins. Oh, from best to least. Uh, what is the fish? Fucking? Fish. Top of the tra- food chain. Cousins. Cousins. Don't eat them. Soda pop. Soda pop. I mean, it's delicious, but... Where where in the list does this go for you? At the bottom. Really? Because if soda is at the bottom, and that's because we're, we're thinking on a larger level here, trying to imagine all the eventualities, it's pretty bad for you. Theater snacks, for the most part, are pretty bad for you. Mm-hmm. If you said no more theater snacks ever... Or no more sodas ever. I would be more saddened by the lack of sodas because I really like Dr Pepper and root beer, and a couple others. The theater snacks. I mean, if you said no more popcorn ever, I'd be bummed. But see, I'm going to go above soda. So this is going to be another um, another yeah, tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. I think we're I know where it's which gonna is go. broken by our guest. All right. So which is better, theater popcorn? Or no, sorry. Theater snacks or soda pop? Hmm. Um, well, I have to go with soda pop because I have to have soda pop every single day, not just at the movie theater. There you hear it first. Yeah. Fish. We, we all have terrible habits. Cousins. Soda pop. And now coming up the rear. <laughs> Can you redo that? <laughs> <laughs> and now... At the bottom. At the bottom. <laughs> now, bo- at the bottom, theater snacks. Yeah. We, we have discovered theater snacks are the worst thing in existence. At least right now. In our existence, there are only four things. Drew, what are we, re- what are we going to be reviewing next season? Uh, next season, I think you should review all the different types of nut butters. Whoa. I'm pretty into that. Nut butter review yeah. next yeah. season. You got That's your, good. Wait, you got your season? Peanut. Like, have we wrapped the first season? Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> like next episode? No, next season. What does that mean? That means like whenever we decide the next season. Okay. All right. 
And that could be like peanut butter, almond butter, sunflower butter, soy butter, soy butter, even honey versions of those. Uh, there's lots of different nut butters out there these days. I'm into this. They're Expensive, even, but I'm into it. There are even kits on Amazon to make your own nut butters. Oh, man, we're going to have to make nut butter. Oh, nut butter review. Hey, Drew, thanks so much for coming on and reviewing stuff with us. Yeah, it's been great. I I've, don't think we could do candy without you. I had a lot of fun, and I'm glad I got to eat some snacks and hang out with some cool dudes. Yeah, excellent. Amos, as usual, thanks for being here. You are welcome. You're supposed to thank me. That's what Thank does. you for being in your home and having us into it. Feel free to say his name. Blake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to sing us out with, Amos? <laughs> Is this a thing I do? Yeah, you didn't know that. It's not unusual <laughs> to have theater snacks with anyone. With anyone. It's not unusual, nut buttered for everyone. Let's review.